Hi guys, welcome back to the Emma Dilemma podcast where we're gonna talk shit about life. I am no way a professional, I just have interest points from my past experiences and my everyday living. Hope you enjoy this podcast and if you do, please let me know on social media. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. This week I'm going to touch on a few topics related to eating disorder recovery. So the first one, I'm just going to jump straight in, was veganism in eating disorder recovery. Now, I was vegan for about a year um, and that was after I was discharged from hospital. It was my own decision. It was not forced on me by any person. I just was researching a lot. I was into the whole kind of, you know, clean eating, um, orthorexia kind of train. Um, and veganism obviously came up on that because a lot of people who are online preaching about like clean eating or you know getting rid of all these bad foods in inverted commas and um, will preach that veganism is the most clean diet and that gave me a sense of oh I can be the best in this like diet field if my diet is perfect I'm also perfect Um, part of my personality is a bit of a perfectionist so I always have to watch it but when it comes to eating disorders uh, it can be very hard because there is that split personality that's how I explain it that there's ED and there's you so the eating disorder will always like look for more destruct in a new way if it's socially acceptable that's even better because it won't be questioned as much so that's what my ED did but my Emma brain in the back all the time kind of questioned it kind of was like Emma are you sure you want to do this is this out of love for yourself is it something you really want to do but the ED was stronger at the time so yeah I went vegan um I kind of did it slowly in fairness I did kind of cut out things like um little by little till eventually that I was fully plant-based now the thing the problem I had that when I was vegan was that I soon started to see myself look at people eating meat and start to kind of judge them a lot like if my mom was eating chicken for lunch I'd start to look at her and be like how dare you like how could you do that like that's not like that's just wrong like what are you doing and it did kind of um, affect our relationship a lot because I had this kind of pre pre prejudgment towards her prejudice that's the word I was looking for uh towards her and even like my dad I remember I used to start saying to him dad like could you not just go vegan for one day a week like come on like you're being so unfair I was watching all the documentaries I was getting so hooked I was following all these vegan accounts it soon became like kind of I felt that I was higher than people like so if we were out for dinner at a festival people would ask like around oh I'd be like I'm vegan like they weren't even asking was I vegan it'd be like talking about something random and like oh by the way I'm vegan like I I gave me like this sense of like I'm so edgy or something I don't know but it was like it was a way to mask a lot of hidden fear foods if I'm honest because I literally thought eggs would give me cancer um and I was so so afraid to ever eat an egg again um also like at family celebrations like there was no chance that I would even try the dessert because like I just wasn't there. I just said, you know what? Like, that's not vegan. 100%. Like, I was 100% vegan. There was no mess and no leeway, no kind of middle of the road. It was just, no, not happening. And it wasn't questioned really because it was just like, oh, why are you doing it? Oh, ethical reasons. And um, yeah, so basically I'm going to cut this short. I soon started to realize that I was really depriving myself. Like, at family occasions, out with friends, 
And when people asked me why I was vegan, I was actually struggling to really be strong in my decision to say why I was. Like, I'd say, oh, for the planet. But inside, something in me was like, is it really like, do you feel that strongly about it? And I was like, I actually don't know. And I just started to, one day I just, oh, I was sick. That's what it was. I was sick with the mumps. And I said, look, I can't cook today. So my mom made a chicken curry and I went downstairs and I tried some. And I didn't really care. And that that's when it kind of hit me. I was like, this is just food. I need to just like not be so obsessed with like oh my god it's not vegan like I was in shops checking labels of everything like is it vegan is it vegan all my friends like every time I'd go to their house like do you have something vegan like it was such a stress like no matter where I went to make sure there was something I could eat and I just I couldn't live like that because I'd come so far to even just put food in my mouth never mind start questioning what I'm putting in my mouth like that's just going against everything I'd worked so hard to do so yeah basically I'm not vegan anymore um my thing is I think with eating disorders I just I see it so much online you'll see like in the bio anorexia recovery or ED recovery um plant-based or vegan and I I don't know there is such a correlation between the two um probably other eating disorders as well with veganism but the one I've seen the most is anorexia or orthorexia linked with it now I'm not saying they shouldn't be that I'm just saying for me it wasn't right and I know a lot of people with eating disorders may feel the same and they may be too afraid to step away from it but I'm just here to say if you're feeling it and if you're really scared and you feel like you're stuck like I felt like I was stuck in a cult like I, that I couldn't go out of like I was like I'm here now imagine I went on vegan like I would actually be murdered like that's not a safe space to be in and I just didn't want to be a part of it so yeah I think if you feel like you want to branch away you don't even need to tell people like I just realized how little meaning what we eat has like I didn't know why I thought it was like such a big deal like I honestly don't care anymore I don't think about what I'm going to eat until I'm eating it I eat food that's it we all eat food but it, it shouldn't be this obsession it shouldn't be this worry stress hanging over you and that's what it was for me but if you're in recovery and if you're in a good place and you have support and you feel like you want to go vegan go fucking do it I'm not saying that I just know myself I thought I was there and I actually wasn't now maybe in the future I would be again I honestly don't know I don't put labels on myself I don't like the whole in a box thing you're that that's you that's just my opinion on that one Um, I know other people have different opinions on it but I just feel so strongly because I know how deceiving and malicious an eating disorder is it will convince you of any sort of trend to mask something so before that I was doing like you know like egg whites like I was doing all the gym stuff like macros fitness pal like all that shite um and it was like totally fine because every person in my gym was doing it so I was like yeah I'm just doing what they're doing like I'm not this is not part of my eating disorder for control no and it's so sad because when I was in it I couldn't see that and like it's only now that I look back at that Emma and I'm like wow she was still so ill in her mind but it's okay because I'm here now and that's so beautiful that's my opinion on that one the next one I wanted to touch on was weight gain um in recovery and also comments from others okay so with anorexia I'm not saying every person is underweight because like there's no one type and I don't know you in my case that was the case and I had to gain a lot of weight now that can be very uncomfortable and sometimes you might resist it but it's probably the eating disorder resisting it more so than you it's going to feel different it honestly will and it's not going to feel natural if that makes sense because how I describe it is when I was so underweight I associated that as a normal weight so 
how could I then be okay with extra weight gain when I assume that the underweight me is normal? Any weight gain that's going to come on top of that, I will feel obese or overweight. So that's how I try to explain it to people. It's like your idea of normal is so not normal. So it just fucks up your whole mind and body image perception. For me, it did. Like I have body dysmorphia as well. So when I look in the mirror, I honestly couldn't describe my body type to you because I don't know. I can't really understand what I'm seeing. Like I find it so hard. So that kind of brings me on to comments from other people. So people have commented throughout my recovery on my weight, on my size, uninvited, like I wasn't asking. And <clears throat> it is kind of a pet peeve of mine. I find it quite difficult. I do stand up to it a lot. Um, But comments, some comments are okay. Like some people will say, oh, you look so healthy now. And I've actually become okay with that because at the start of my recovery, if someone said that to me, oh lord I would have gone home and kicked off because to me healthy equaled fat so if someone said oh you look so healthy now my English order would be like oh my god you're absolutely disgusting again how could you let yourself get to this point again you're overweight like that's crazy like it's so not rational but that's the English order hearing like misperceiving and uh it's really weird like and part of you knows it's not true but when the English order is that strong it can convince you and that's when you really need support because that's obviously not true and now when I hear healthy I actually go to myself I'm so glad I look healthy I'm so glad I feel healthy I want to be healthy like what is absolutely wrong with having a functioning body nothing that is just beautiful why would I want to be half dead anorexia wants that not me so that's kind of how I dealt with that and it's kind of like making the split in your mind and writing down I write down the thoughts like if someone says that to me and I feel strongly against it I'll write it all down because it really just gets it out of my head and once I see it on paper sometimes it hits me and I go oh my god that's so like weird like that's so not like healthy thinking it's disordered um other comments can also be the other way so sometimes people will still who don't know me like will still say to me oh my gosh like you're just skin and bones or you're so skinny you don't need to worry about that and Oh, I actually get very offended because it's kind of the same as if someone was overweight and someone literally came out and said, oh, you have so much weight on you, like you don't have to worry about that. I think that person might be quite offended. Now, I can't speak for them, but I am the exact same when somebody starts to tell me I'm really slim or I'm really skinny. I actually get very offended because I have worked so hard to like detach from that type of wording and I don't want to be associated with that like that's what my eating disorder wants I don't want that so it really really hurts and usually I will say to the person look I prefer you not to comment on my size thank you um now it obviously depends on the situation sometimes it's a passing comment I'll let it slide I'll move on but if I feel really strongly against it and I feel like the person is overstepping the mark I will say it um, it really surprises me every time because I just I would never ever dream of commenting on somebody's body size I've never done it Probably because of my past, yes. But I just, it's because of that I know how much it affects someone. Like, and I know how just, it doesn't, It you actually have no right to do it. Like, you do have a right to do it, but it's kind of unnecessary. Like, I just don't understand why someone would. Like, I'm pretty sure the person, if they don't have body dysmorphia, can tell what size they are. And even if they do have body dysmorphia, it just doesn't really help. It just kind of makes someone comfortable. And yeah, it's a lot of attention on the person internally as well. Um so I just don't go there but yeah I try to stand up and if I can't I just kind of realize that that's something about them and it's nothing to do with me like I don't have to go home and worry about that because they said it. I have no control that they said it 
I don't need to understand why they said it. I'm not going to ask them why they said it. It's just more that that's something about them. Maybe they feel self-conscious and I don't know. I honestly, it does baffle me, but it's just being like, all I can do in this moment is control how I respond. And that's so important because how you respond will affect your mental well-being. So just be kind to yourself and in your head, just remind yourself how far you've come. They don't know your story. They don't need to know it and that you're still on this path and you're fucking amazing. Okay, the next point I had was, oh yeah, so all the time I get like old photos pop up um, either on Google Photos or Instagram or Snapchat from like a year ago. And uh, it's even just a year ago, I was so unwell um and it, it it used to really um when I was gaining weight it used to really trigger me because my brain would look at it and go oh you want to go back there look how good you were there look how much you obeyed my rules there and that's really really malicious and not good so that's why I kind of deleted all those apps or the reminders basically just so that I wouldn't get reminded but now when I see them it's kind of crazy like I look at it and I feel so like sad kind of a little bit or like I just have love for that Emma because I know how much she was struggling and I know what her mindset was and I just kind of look at her and I'm like wow I wish I could just sit down and tell you that it was absolutely going to be okay and that you absolutely don't need to be following these rules and that this isn't your life forever but I know that she was going to get there so it's kind of like I'm so proud of where I'm at but I don't look at that photo and go god I want that back or I look so good it's actually like whoa I look really unwell and I don't want that like that's not a good time in my life and that's a really good mind shift for me like I know that means I'm a long way into my recovery and I'm really proud of that but if you're looking back at all photos of you when you were I don't know more ill and you're kind of wanting that again that's really really warning signs for a relapse possibly I'm not saying it is definitely but I would just speak to someone about it and you probably don't want to because if you're on that destructive path you might just be like I'm just going to get back there but it really is important because that's actually not you and it's not going to fix any problem you have it's going to mask it it's going to it's just not going to end well and I really would wish you speak to someone because there's no point holding that all in um it really it's not good and once you get to that point where you look at those photos and you say actually no, I don't want to be like in that place anymore. It's really fucking beautiful because you can just look back at yourself and be like, wow, I have grown. And I'm so glad I trusted this unknown process because I didn't know what I was walking into here, but I'm in a much better place now. And that's what it's all about. Okay, the next point. Oh yeah. Okay, so I had this discussion with a friend the other day um, and basically it's kind of talking about like, where we're at now so like I'm in a very good place now I still get thoughts um and that's what we were kind of discussing that it's not as if you don't get thoughts like you don't just get recovered in my opinion and it's like gone never never thought about it's more that I still get the thoughts but I don't act on them and they don't linger as long as they once did so if I got a thought five years ago to say skip my lunch there was no question I believed it I was reinforcing it and I was doing it it was like a three three tier action thing I don't even know what I'm saying there but you know what I mean there wasn't any kind of reflection or a pause it was just yeah that's true I'm believing that but now if I get that thought like I'm gonna give an example um how do I give an example okay I've done yoga today and my the thought might be why don't you go to the gym as well but actually I'm really tired so 
what I'll do is I'll hear that thought and I'll go, oh, okay, that's obviously like kind of pushing me to do something that I really don't need to do. And I'll just kind of go, okay, cool. And then I just accept it. And then I move on and you just start to do something else. Because if you sit there and linger, it will just manifest. But I don't even question the action of doing it. Like I won't even go that far. So that's a great growth in my opinion. But what we were discussing was that it's, it's crazy how the thoughts still come and like you can't really stop that part well I haven't been able to yet so it's like the thought comes you don't do anything with it but it's like yeah you can't stop it and that it is a weird place because sometimes it can get exhausting fighting back the thoughts or just letting them go because you're like seriously still still in 2019 it's still coming in yeah it could still be coming in for another 10 years but every time you just don't act or you don't let it linger, you grow and you show it that it's so weak and that it's probably going to happen less and less. But it, it was just interesting to talk about that way of that you can't stop it and that actually it can be exhausting fighting back. But when you do fight back, you realise it's so worth it and you just have to keep finding your sources of freedom, whatever that is, expression and support for you. Okay, the last thing I want to close on is basically just that food should not take up your entire day and thought processes, nor should your body type. I remember last year I would have videoed my body like probably every day um, obsessively. And yeah, like honestly, I would take numerous videos of myself. I was weighing out all my food on a weighing scale like spinach. Are you for real? Um just obsessing over counting my steps any sort of control of something it was a bit crazy and I actually didn't even see that it was like that and the problem was was that I followed all these health people uh, doctors and dietitians and they were always like promoting like exercise this much do this eat this don't eat that blah 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 and because I wasn't even healthy I was following it all but like you shouldn't really follow that until you're even at a healthy place, like, I was doing that when I was so ill, and, like, thinking that I was doing good, but I was actually doing more harm, like, and it's crazy, because when you're like that, you will latch on, well, I was orthorexic, so I would latch on to anything that's, like, healthy, like, 100% cleanse, I don't know, and anything that was kind of, you know, recommended, I would do, because I was like, oh, but they're, like, a professional, so they know, and, like, that's fine, but, like, I wasn't even in a healthy position to do that, and I wouldn't even try any of that now like it's absolutely bonkers what I was doing but I, I actually couldn't see it like I remember that Emma so much and it was just my life it was you wake up you do that like that was it and um it was a very tunnel vision it was very I was very defensive nobody could comment nobody did in my family comment kind of on what was happening because they knew they knew where I could go like that was my only way to cope without relapsing so I had to do that in order to get to where I am now but it is just crazy what people can do to kind of survive I suppose like like it's just intense like weighing out egg whites I honestly don't know what I was doing like I know I say this now it's just I I found it crazy because I just couldn't I just wouldn't have the time or the energy but it wasn't really a choice it was literally like this voice in my head and I was obeying it because I had no resilience to what was happening at that time but the point was is that now food honestly just doesn't take up my brain space like as it did like I wake up I eat breakfast when I'm hungry I eat lunch when I'm hungry I eat dinner when I'm hungry and I eat anything in between if I want it like it's really not complicated and 
it's a good place to be in but like it wasn't like that a year ago like I would obsess about food like if what am I gonna have for lunch what if it's not that man I need to go to the shop to get that because that's not there what if we're eating out oh my god I don't know what's on the menu I need to check the menu like five times before I go I need to make sure I know what I'm getting it was pure obsession and thinking about food all day all long sorry all all day long whoa why was that so hard to say what the fuck um but now it's just so much easier because I don't have that intensity it's just like food is food cool now I'm saying this now there might be the odd days I get it of course and I still have to speak out and look for support those days or journal or normally normally I know when I start to get triggered or I'm feeling like my food or my body image is getting obsessive, it's something, it's some other stress is going on in my life. So I really try to figure out what's going on and what I can scale back on because it's kind of like my eating disorder is fueled by stress response. So I know when I get too stressed, that's kind of where it goes. But um, I just want to let people know that, yeah, if food is taking up your mind 24-7, if you're tracking your food religiously and, okay, I'm not going to go into the gym eating disorders, but... There is also a big issue in the gyms because eating disorders are being masked by like fitness. Um, girls and boys who are like religiously tracking their macros, religiously exercising, not eating out, like being weird at food groups, cutting out things like that is a form of an eating disorder. And um, it's just not really recognized that much by clinicians or in a professional field. But I would honestly say people, if you're doing that as well, you do need help because it's not really healthy and um you're probably noticing you're getting more and more obsessive that's what was happening to me I don't know but yeah I think I'm just going to close it there um I hope I've offered some support or given some hope I don't know um I've got a lot of dms about this stuff recently so I try to do podcasts on what people are kind of asking or wanting um this does all come from my heart and my personal experience and I never can speak for you and I don't know you. I just speak on behalf of my own experience and my own opinion. So hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any feedback, please let me know on social media and please share with anyone you think would benefit from listening and I shall see you guys soon. Goodbye.